Mike Yardley's with us. Hey, Mike. Kia ora, Jack. I tell you what would make my weekend, particularly tonight. The Ollie Whites beating Japan oh, would be sensational. 100%. <laughs> I would love yeah. that. I've, I've loved watching them so far. It hasn't been pretty at times, but um, it's been effective. Yeah. Yeah, but wouldn't that be amazing? I reckon that would be like, uh, what, uh, Tanzania getting into the semi-finals of the Rugby World Cup. Yeah, it yeah, it probably would. Yeah. <laughs> Pro- yeah. It probably would. Yeah, no, I I, I mean, I dare I say uh, football is one of the sports that I don't think should probably be at the Olympics. Um, <laughs> but but, <laughs> that, but that being said, uh, in the same yeah. way that I delighted in our men's doubles t- you know, um, duo last night winning winning a bronze medal, it is so nonetheless cool. an yeah. amazing achievement. Yeah, so yeah. it would be fantastic, and, and you know, especially mm. with um, you know Chris Wood leading them at the moment. You know, they they yeah. they look like a, a great unit. So no, I'll be enjoying that. It's nine o'clock, I think. There's a kickoff for that it tonight, is. isn't it? So it's yeah. a bit of a late yeah. start, but. Um, sure. Yeah, no, looking forward to that. And, of course, we've got the women's sevens in their semi-final this afternoon at 2 p.m. I really hope they can get up yeah. and get gold today. Hey, um, we against Fiji, is it? Yeah, against Fiji is the semi. And yeah. the Fijians yeah. beat the Aussies last night. And it was like one of the – you know how sevens sometimes has that really desperate air about it? Yes. <laughs> like players are just like hurling the ball and diving at each other <laughs> and ankle tapping to save tries and stuff. It was one of those games where you just felt like it was just – everything was desperate. The attack was desperate. The defense was desperate. There was no kind of structure, but it was wonderful to watch because it was, you know. Um, So, yeah, but that'll be a tough ask. Obviously, Fiji, a powerhouse when it comes to sevens. Um, Hey, uh, this morning you're taking us on a virtual trip to O'Reilly's Rainforest Retreat in the Gold Coast hinterland. And um, I suppose this is for everyone planning a bit of a Gold Coast getaway once the safe travel zone Uh, reopens. Yes, well, hopefully come spring, come summer. It'll be all game on. Um, I've always loved the GC hinterland, Jack, but O'Reilly's absolutely takes your adventures next level. So O'Reilly's is this retreat that is nestled in the elevated splendour of Lamington National Park. So you're about 1,000 metres above sea level. You are sort of wrapped around Gondwana land, rainforest, mm. ancient ocean trees. The road itself up to O'Reilly's from Canungra is very uncannily similar to the Avenue of the Giants in the Redwood Forests of California. And by that I mean, as you drive up this mountain road, you've got these massive trees jutting out from the roadside. So they're all marked with reflective signs so you don't hit them. Um, but the Antarctic beach trees are the, are the real stirring sight. These guys are like 3,000 years, years old yeah. um, along the roadside. Just amazing. And, and O'Reilly's have been doing ecotourism Forever, like from from well before ecotourism was a term that we even used. Totally. Absolute trailblazers in ecotourism. I think they've been welcoming guests to their nature lodge since 1926. Oh, wow. And they've got a lot of eco-firsts under their belt. The patriarch of the family, Mick O'Reilly, he was actually Lamington National Park's first paid park ranger. And for a century, they have been the cheerleaders for biodiversity, conserving the flora and the fauna, and developing many of the walking tracks that lace Lamington National Park. So, yeah, in the eyes of a lot of Australians, the O'Reilly family are the pioneers of ecotourism in Australia. So they've been around for a while. Were there any sort of standout old historic nuggets for you? Well, the thing that really blew me away, Jack, aside from all of the glory uh, of nature sort of anecdotes, um, the story about the air crash. Now, there was this Stinson airliner that crashed 
in the McPherson Ranges, which backdrops the retreat right. back in the 1930s. And um, this has become sort of part of Australian folklore. The O'Reillys saved the lives of the passengers who survived the air crash. And it was turned into a movie. Um, but the amazing thing is that Bernard O'Reilly, he used his bushcraft skills to finally track down the side of the wreckage. It took 10 days to reach the site. Oh, my God. In the forest and rugged terrain. Yeah. The Australian Air Force, they hadn't um, managed to find them. Like, they essentially had given up. Um, but Bernard uh, found these two survivors, and he carried these men out of the jungle after telling them that... Um, uh, the Australian cricket team were winning against England. Um, and, <laughs> and Don Bradman was 165 not out. Uh, the rescue effort was turned into a movie, and the replica stints and playing used in the movie takes pride of place on the front lawn of the retreat. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, so if you're going for a walk, presumably not a walk quite as difficult as that one must have been. Yeah. But um, their, their treetop walk is, is, is crazy, eh? It is so crazy, and very much the signature walk. Uh, it was Australasia's first treetop walk. So all of those treetop walks you can think of mm. around New Zealand and Australia, they all were inspired by this one at O'Reilly's, built 40 years ago. It is free to use, so you don't even have to be staying at O'Reilly's to strike out on the treetops walk. And I still just marvel over the fact that from a suspended point of view in the rainforest, Jack, you know, you've got all of that glory of the floor, the rainforest floor uh, before you. I just love that spectacle. The strangler fig trees are a big standout on that treetop walk. Also, I fell in love with booyong trees, which are the buttressed kings of the rainforest of Australia. Oh, nice. Okay, what about the bird life? Twitching heaven, Jack. Uh, Leamington <laughs> is home to about 160 bird species, uh, all subtropical birds, obviously. They've actually got like a daily bird feeding program at O'Reilly, so you can get up close with some of the prized species. Uh, Crimson rosellas and the king parrots. Man, these guys, they will ambush you if you um, are walking past them and they suspect you are carrying food. They are fearless. Right. Um, the Albert's lyrebird, I think, is probably the star of the show. These guys are like the size of a wecker, yet they are considered the world's largest songbird, and they have the most powerful musical voice of any bird on the planet. Wow. Oh, okay, yeah. that's a good fact. Is it mm. is it cheap at the accommodate or the accommodation's pricey? Well, this is the thing that surprised me. I thought this might be like a five star glitzy retreat, um, but ever since their inception, they've wanted to make it accessible. They've wanted to, you know, bring nature to Australians and Kiwis for that matter and the world. Um, so it's not exclusive. It's not elitist. You've got a huge array of accommodation options from your campground to your yeah. guest rooms in the original homestead, and then the fantastic villas. Uh, top of the line, draped in rainforest. I stayed in one of those villas, Jack, but even those villas, which are really, really nice, um, you can you can get a package there for 200 bucks a night, and that includes your meal. So whatever your it's budget pretty reasonable. is, right? Yeah. Is, yeah. O'Reilly's yeah. De definitely do try and suit all wallets. Nice. Okay. Hey, thank you for that, Mike. I um, appreciate it. I'll make sure all the details are up on the Newstalk ZB website for Mike's trip to O'Reilly's Rainforest Retreat so you can start planning an escape there for once the safe travel zone reopens.